0: Okay, people, so it's that time of week again, ready for a new edition of Echo Chamber. And as we do, let's start off with the UK box office top 10, for the weekend of the 27th to the 29th of May. Okay, so at number 10 is F3. I have... No clue what that is, (laughs) so that's all you're getting, I'm afraid. (laughs) But at number nine is Fantastic Beasts The Search for Dumbledore from David Yates with Stephen Cloves and JK Rowlings on the script, starring Mads Mickelson. Ezra Miller, Catherine Waterston, Jude Law, Eddie Redmayne, you know. At number eight is the Knee Brothers, Adam and Aaron's The Lost City. So, Adam co-wrote with Dana Fox and Oren Uziel, and it's starring Sandra Bullock, Chanham Tatum, Daniel Radcliffe, Divine Joy Randolph, Brad Pitt, Oscar Nunez, Paddy Harrison. Yeah, you know. That means, people, our number seven film is The Bad Guys. Right? Um, universal animated pick uh, from Pierre Bithil. Pierre- you know, it's an adaptation of Aaron Blabe's book. Um, and the, it was written by Ethan Cohen and Yoni Brenner. And we got a voice cast of Sam Rockwell, Mark Maron, Aquafina, Craig Robinson, Anthony Ramos, Richard Akayeda, Zazie Beetz, Lily Singh, you know so people our number six film is sonic the hedgehog 2 so this is directed by jeff fowler um pat casey john whittington and josh miller handled the uh, script and we got ben swartz idris elba Colin O'Shanzi, Jim Carrey, James Marsden, Tika Sumter, Natasha Rathwell, Shamar Moore, Adam Polly, Lee Magbald, you know what I mean? So, at number five, new in at number five, is Bob's Burger, the movie. I've never watched Bob Burger, but it seems to be popular. I mean, it's got to be popular. it got a friggin' spin-off film, right? So it is uh, directed by Bernard Derenim and Lauren uh, Bouchard. Uh, Bouchard um, also co-wrote with Jim Duturiv and Nora Smith. And we've got the voice cast of H. John Benjamin, Kristen Shaw, Dan Mintz, Stephanie Beatrice, Gary Cole, Kevin Klein, Zach Galifianakis, Dave Hammond, Aziz Ansari, you know, all your favorite Bob Burgers peoples, right? So, number four, it is Julian Fellows' Downton Abbey, the Golden Age, with um, Michael Engler on direction. Uh, we've got Matthew Good, Tuppence Middleton, Maggie Smith, Michelle Doherty, Elizabeth McGovern, Alan Leach, Joanna Froggitt. You know, uh, number three, it is the uh, new sci fi joint everyone's talking about from Dan Kwan and Daniel Shinnet. Uh, they both wrote and directed. And it is. Everything, everywhere, all at once, right? Sorry, Michelle You, Stephanie Huzu, Ki Hoi Kwan, James Hong, Jamie Lee Curtis, Telly Medell, Jenny Slate, Harry Shum Jr., Biff Whiff, and Crew, right? Means at number two, it is, you know, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, and we do look at that film this week, people. Right? So the 28th film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe is directed by Sam Ramy, um, written by Michael Waldron, um, and it's starring Benedict Cumberbunch, Elizabeth Olsen, Chetwell Edgeford, Benedict One. Ziet Gomez, I don't know how to pronounce her name. Apologies, Gomez. Um, also, uh, Michael Schoberg, Rachel McAdams, Bruce Campbell, Julian Hillard, Jet Klein, Keenan Moore, Patrick Stewart, Sue Cole, and more. It is yeah, something a little different people Something a little different But as expected The new number one It's Top Gun Maverick So yeah, we covered that last last week Was it the week before? I think it was last week people So Joseph Kaczynski um, handles the direction And it's written by Eron Kruger and Eric Warner Singer. Got Tom Cruise back as Maverick. All right, Jennifer Connolly back as Penny Benjamin, Val Kilmer as Iceman. You know what I mean? And we got the new crew. We've got John Hamm in it. We got Miles Teller, Ed Harris, Gene Louise Kelly, Manny Jack and Glenn Powell, Rich Raymond Lee, Monica Barbaro, Louis Pullman, Danny Ramirez, Jay Ellis, Jake Pickings. Boy, it is the dope. Trust me, people. So there you go. We got four films for you this week, people. Are you ready? Should we get popping? Let's fucking do it. So, let's start off with the first of our two Netflix joints. We have the rock climbing thriller, The Ledge. Okay, so although, right, they can be frigging just... Oh man, make you feel mad uncomfortable, right? <laughs> but oh, there's something about a good climbing film, you know. So, um, what is it just the other week? We looked at the wall, right? The the one about the four girls competing for a place at the Olympics, and then the whole process at the Olympics, and we watched that, that was decent. And you know, we've had what free solo dawn the wall, 14 peaks. There's been a high bar. Of good films, right? So, the well, they're kind of, they're, they're all documentaries, you know what I mean? But uh, yeah, so a new film hit Netflix the other day called The Ledge. Now, I have to say, I was a little dubious at first. Because you know when Netflix play that little few seconds kind of snippet? That played, and I was a bit like, hmm... I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But I was like, yo, it's a short film. I'm going to give it a go. Okay? So that's what we did. It is directed by Howard J. Ford and written by Tom Boyle. Okay? It is produced by Milos Jukalik, Fred Hedman, Kate Hoffman, uh, Patricia Robbrook Co-produces um, It's executive Produced by Brandt Anderson, Reynard Beza, Guy Collins Phil Hunt Walter Mayer Compton Ross Michael Ryan And Mark Wyndon. Associate produced by Rod Smith, Tom Harbond. And there's a line production credit for Ivana Panic. Okay, so music is Imran Ahmed, cinematography is Vladimir. Ilik. It's edited by St. John O'Rourke. Casting was Lucy Hellier. Uh, production design is Vladimir Vincetic. Uh costumes is Ivana Vladikovic. Kovic Um so yeah, and our cast, well, we have Kelly who is played by Brittany Ashworth. Um, her friend, Sophie, is played by Anis Parelio. We then have got Josh, played by Ben Lamb. Um, Taylor, played by David Wayman. Uh, Reynolds, played by Nathan Welsh. And Nathan, played by Louise Boy, yeah. Um, yeah, it's not a huge cast, you know, um, now the the gist of the film is this, a rock climbing adventure between two friends turns into a terrifying nightmare after Kelly captures the murder of her best friend on camera she becomes the next target of a tight-knit group of friends who will stop at nothing to destroy the evidence and anyone in their way. Desperate for her safety. Hmm. Desperate for her safety, she begins a treacherous climb up a mountain cliff and her survival instincts are put to the test when she becomes trapped with the killer's She's 20 feet Away bam, bam, bam. So yeah There we go right Now You know something has gone down right Because we got these two friends They're there but we're Getting one you know these Flashes right Of her With a guy and she's Looking at these rings so you Know okay Either she was engaged or married, and her husband cheated, boyfriend cheated, or someone died. You know what I mean? Like you like straight out the gate, you know that's the thing. And so there are a way to take her mind off things. Right? And um yeah, what they had planned to be a nice little girl's retreat. Then suddenly these guys turn up, making mad noise, being all chummy and friendly, and all of this kind of jazz, right? And you know, I mean, just the like what you imagine might happen, you know, drinks, all of that. A uh, dude, you know, I mean, he, yeah, rah, watch it. Um, but yeah, one of the girls dies. One of the girls, well. <laughs> You know, and she's basically murdered. I mean, basically, she is murdered, right? Which isn't a spoiler because it's in the thing, you know? But, like, you know, basically what's going to go down, but it doesn't make sense. And then, kind of, you know, what then happens after that, like, I get the idea. You know what I mean? Like, this pursuit up a mountain. You know what I mean? Who can get there? Blah, blah, blah. Like, it does sound, that could be fun, right? But I just think there's stuff in this film that makes no sense, right? Because there's a bit at the very start where Sophie, is, she's just like, ah, you got, because when they're talking about what part of the mountain they're climbing, the girls are taking one route. The dude to doing this other one, and they kind of be like, "Yeah, we, we don't climb all the time," you know what I mean? And you know, so he's just like, "Yeah, you you you're um, ugh, what did she say? <sighs> like you're uh, vacationers or something along those lines, right? Kind of saying that yeah, you don't climb." This is just a little sojourn for you. This is what we do, right? So you're assuming that, yeah, they... Firstly, they know this mountain. Secondly, they are really good climbers, right? So, which then, if you know this mountain... What happens to Sophie ain't gonna happen to Sophie because she would know, okay, this is in the area. This I need to be careful of, you know what I mean? Like, and even if you're a little bit, you know, juicy, right? That doesn't matter because you know it. So it everything becomes a bit more instinctive. So you just kind of feel like just that beginning bit, Technically, it wouldn't happen now if they forced her, oh, that, fine, but what kind of you just be like, I don't know if that's happening, man. I don't know if that's happening, you know. Um, so from that, we then discover stuff about the dudes, which then makes you go, Okay, why are you taking this trip? You know what I mean, like just the, the whole nature of the trip makes no sense once you find out some other stuff. You're like, like, no one in their right mind is going. And there's so many ways of getting out of a trip. <laughs> you know what I mean? Illness, work, like just other commitments, Mr. Overslept, Mr. Play. Like, there's so many things you could say. So the nature of the trip doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? Like if if the sentiment is what we see, yeah, there's, there's mad question. There are mad questions. And then we just get on to the just the climb itself, right? Just the climb itself Because As I said you the, What we have shown is that These girls are top climbers That's not the case Right? That's not the Case son So you're just Like That just it's not happening Right? <laughs> it's, it's not There's so many things that were kind of odd right? Because you're just like Firstly, you're putting a camera in your bag. There's so many opportunities to put the camera in the bag. And when you watch like at people like Alex hommel and that climbing, they're not climbing with big bulky bags. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right? And they're experienced. You know? So this girl who ain't experience you're just like this is gonna yeah this she gonna fuck up She's gonna fuck up you know i mean like the, then it's just all of these just insane things where you be like just no climber is just the water there's there's all these things that you just be like yo a climber ain't doing that what are you doing you know kept on turning around on the mountain which you know what i mean it's just like why <laughs> you know like what do you like it's you know it's not like she's standing on these huge ledges you know like it it takes a lot to do that right, like, even if you are just rope climbing you know what i mean there is this there is a, uh, a just this feeling that you'd be like oh man I gotta be you know what I mean you're gripping this wall and you'd be like oh, okay all right better be careful don't want to fall even when you're you know what I mean you're roped up right so to do what she's doing with nothing and she's not experienced she'd just be like yo no one's doing that no one's doing it, it, it it's it's Crazy, it, it's straight crazy, you know, it makes no sense. Right? We do see there's a lot of things that get shown to us, and you'd be like, Okay, that's good. Obviously, that's gonna factor in, <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? like ah, it, it's so like I find it real cheap when they do that in films, right? It's just like, Hey. Look at this, and, and you get the zoom in on the on the thing a lot of the times, or just a lingering shot. So, yeah, it's basically going you see this thing, you, you this thing, right? This thing right here, you see it. It's gonna play a big part later on in the film. So stay tuned. <laughs> it's just like what are we doing? You know what I mean? I don't know why people do it. It's just like Either just a, just a normal shot, right? You don't have to linger on it. You don't have to, you know what I mean? That that will just serve the purpose, right? You don't have to signpost these things. But yeah, there, there's just, I don't know, There's a lot of stuff that doesn't, doesn't make any sense. Also, there's a lot of standing on ledges. <laughs> there's a lot of standing on ledges with people. And you kind of feel with some people standing on these ledges, now that might have been a good opportunity, motherfuckers, right? When everyone knows what's happening, they know how it's going to play out. You're just like, (laughs) you people are dumb. You people are so dumb. Oh, man. Listen, I would say, right, there's remember Cliffhanger. <laughs> Sylvester motherfucking stallone, right? He's little rock climbing adventure. If you enjoyed Cliffhanger, right? I kind of feel this might sit with you. You know, because it's goofy as fuck. It's goofy as fuck, people. But right, that works if you don't want to think. If you've had a tough ass day. You just want something mindless that you can put on and just zone out. Then if that's the case, the ledge could be your film. You know what I mean? Could be your film. If you are a rock climbing fan, you know what I mean? And you understand the dynamics and all of that. You will look at this and be like, yo, what? (laughs) You'll be like, yo, what the fuck? Is happening here. Like, nah. <laughs> that ain't that ain't going. That ain't going. Especially, we don't see her ever free climbing. Like, this seems to be the first time Shorty's free climbed. You know what I mean? Which are just like. <laughs> no. <laughs> Goofy motherfucker. What? Oh, shit but yeah people 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 <laughs> you know what I mean you can watch it for free on Netflix right now if you don't have Netflix right it's on prime so yeah there, there's you've got options right with this film but yeah um it's not free solo it's not Dawn Wall. <laughs> it's not Fourteen Peaks. There's the thing you want something like Fourteen Peaks, right? And you'd be like, "Yo," you know. What I mean? Then you watch this, and you'd be like, "Hmm." <laughs> but yeah, if you want that mindless action thing, The Ledge may be the film for you. And our second Netflix joint—it's a bit of a military one. So if you're jonesing for more along the Top Gun Maverick line, I mean, it's not quite the same. It's not the same at all. <laughs> but it might help that itch, right? We take a look at Interceptor. <laughs> Okay, so after Top Gun last week, it's kind of in the mood for some more kind of military bullshit, right? So I checked out the new uh, joint on Netflix called Interceptor. Okay, so it's an Australian kind of film. It's directed by Matthew Riley, who co wrote it along with Stuart Beatty. Uh, Producing the film is BT, um, Matthew Stewart, and Michael Burnham. Executive produced by Peter D. Graves, Chris Hensworth, Christopher Mape, Kylie Mascord, Kathy Morgan, Robert Salverio, and Pam Collis line producers. Music is from Michael Learer. Cinematography is Ross Emery. It's edited by Rowan Mayer. Casting was handled by George Apps and Michelle Lewitt. And production design was handled by George Liddell. So our cast. Well, we have Got Captain JJ Collins played by Alessa Pataki. I think that's how you say it. Um, Corporal Rafael Shah is played by Mayan Meta. Um, Captain John Welsh is played by Paul Caesar. Um, Ensign Washington is played by Belinda Jumbo. Um, General Dyson is played by Marcus Johnson, President Wallace, Zoe Carrids, and General Crowthorn is played by Kim Nuck- like Nucky. Uh, then we've got Alexander, um, shit, what is his homies, Kiesel, that's it. Alexander Kiesel is played by Luke Bracey, um, Beaver Baker is played by Aaron Glennon. So, uh, yeah. Uh, We've also got Holly Simmons played by Riley Dandy. Um, Nicolai is played by Stephen A. Davis. Uh, Frank Collins is played by Colin Frills. Um, Dark Cloud is played by Ali kadim Kira is played by Ingrid Klenning. McHale um, is played by Steve Morris. Mm, yeah, that's kind of our main lot of people, I kind of think. Um, okay. Right, I've just seen something which explains the salesperson footage. Okay, okay, yeah, that all makes sense now. (sighs) Well, the gist of the story is this. When a simultaneous coordinated attack threatens the base um, itself, Collins' comes face to face with the charismatic yet crooked Alexander Kiesel, a former U.S. military intelligence officer intent on carrying out an unthinkable plan. With only minutes on the clock, Collings must utilize her years of tactical training and military expertise to determine who she can trust and stop Kiesel and his covert Mercenaries from completing their twisted and terrible mission. So, um, yeah, I mean, it is is your kind of, you know, what it feels like, uh, a, a kind of an N- NCIS. I feel that's it, or um what was that other one? Jag, right? It it kind of feels like an an extended episode of one of those shows with probably a bit more, you know, shooting and explosions. But yeah, it's because, you know, the, the story is kind of like, okay, I mean, this is intriguing, you know, there's two, supposedly, right? We were told at the beginning, there are two interceptor bases, one in Alaska, one in uh, on, a, on a rig in the middle of the ocean. And they are there to intercept any nuclear missile launch from Russia. You know what I mean? So when you think Russia is a big place and there's only these two places to stop any potential crazy... So obviously, right, you take out those bases. So, yeah, we, we you know, some tiny-ass text appears on the screen telling us that. And then we see an attack on Alaska, right? Now we've got JJ arriving um, on a helicopter at the second spot. And we, we, you know, we learn from some interactions that, you know, She used to work there, right? You know, there's something else happening because you know, there's this stuff like on a door of a room and just all of this. So we learn, okay, and as the film goes on, we get a kind of uh, you know, that backstory. Backstory is it's the typical thing which they do to a female. Army, Navy person, right? Yeah, you. I mean, I, I, I know everyone can imagine what it is, but it's that, right? It's that, and so the the the, the film is then showing it. Oh now she's as tough as the rest. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you know, action wise, you know, it's fine, right? It's dumb as fuck. But it's like, there is a scene towards the end, right? She has to get from one spot to another. And you're like, okay, this, it would never happen, right? It's just not possible. But as a visual, as a tension setter, it's all right, right? You'd be like, okay, yeah. All right, she gonna make it? Oh, how is she gonna scale this huge gap? Oh, what's happening? Yeah, you know what I mean, like it's fine in that regard. But if you think about it, you're just like, nah. <laughs> Don't be silly. And then after that, right? After all of this, like climbing two lots of ladders, you just be like, no. No. The other thing is, like, there's a lot of countdowns, you know what I mean? Like, you have 10 seconds to do. And when you, you know, you think about how long it takes to do a certain thing, then you talk, think about, okay, now do it with an injury. Yeah, it's not happening. Right? So, oh, there's a lot of things you'd be like, yeah. That, that went long, didn't it? <laughs> it's like, you know, those it, you know, that first Wilder Fury fight. Remember when they were just like, wait, hold on. That was longer than a 10 count, right? It's one of them ones where the, the yeah, time, meh, it, it, it's, there is a visual aid. <laughs> it's not working how time is meant to work, right? So you have all of this, you know, they do the action thing there's a lot of these kind of cutscenes, scenes and you know, people framed in a doorway in perfect poses. You're just like, yeah, no, <laughs> people don't stand like, people do not stand like that unless someone is going, okay, all right, you you move to that side, you go there, right, you're in frame. Now, look fearsome, <laughs> snap, right? That's, that's the only way people are at a fucking doorway posed in this fashion otherwise not happening right you have fight scenes which again fine right they're fine for the purpose of what this is but logistically it's just like all right you know this person is fucked up right so obviously you'd just be doing that one thing right it's just it's not going down like that right so yeah if you think too much about this film you will go no <laughs> it's not it's not happening there is a there is another thing as well there's a point in the film where they reference the fact that how would they know this information and something is thrown out there which never gets answered It never gets up because you'll be like, hold on. Yeah, obviously there must be, but never addressed after that point. (laughs) But yeah, if you don't want to think, right, if you can completely turn your mind and logic off, Interceptor, it can be a fun distraction. Right, it, it would work as a fun distraction because what it's just over an hour and a half. So nothing too crazy, right? So yeah, <laughs> if after watching Top Gun, you're like, yo, what's the next fun military joint? And you have watched all the other stuff, all the other good shit, right? you've gone back, you've done a few good men, you've done those films, and you're like, what else, what else? If you can switch off that logic button in your head, right, where, you know, none of this makes any sense. (laughs) You know what I mean, then, yeah. Interceptor could be for you. It's on Netflix, people, so yeah. Yeah, Yo, you can just dip in, right? You can dip in. And if it's just like, no, <laughs> I can't, I cannot get away from the fact that this is implausible. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. If you could do that, boom. Check out Interceptor. Oh, and yeah, you will right there uh, again, there's a reason for the salesman. Footage and why we focus on that salesman. I didn't realize it, but looking at the credits, I oh uh, that makes sense because he even gets a cutscene, and you're like, why is there a cut? Scene? Why would you give that a cutscene? You know, what I mean? but yeah, you, you know, what I mean, there, there's a reason for. It's not really a warranted, valid reason, but you know you know how these things work people but interceptor is on netflix right next we have a um a new documentary it's called a sex explanation i feel you can probably guess what it's about from the title so look at sex education people okay so uh, yeah it's out on monday and we take a look Okay, so I decided to check out this new documentary. It's called a spec, a spec, a sex Who? It is called a sexplanation. Yes, there you go. Do not know why that just fumbled, but yes, it is from Alex Lu, who um, directs and co-writes with. Leonardo Neri. Um, it is executive produced by both of them, along with Stephen Flynn, Scott Hunt, and Jackie Luck. Uh, the music is from Moritz Shimitatat. Cinematography is Brian Emmerich. Uh, production management is Yumi Jang. Art direction is Elizabeth Wadrarik. Um, yeah, that's essentially all of that kind of stuff. Um, cast wise, so we've got Lou, like, he's the I mean, he he's the person talking to us a lot of the time, you know, instigating conversations and whatnot. And he speaks with a load of different researchers, scientists, people in the sex field. Like, on that education front. You say, I understand, you say, people in the sex field could mean anything. There's no prostitutes or anything like that. Um, Yeah, there's people, you know, working at, like, Planned Parenthood and things like that, Right. So we have people such as Laurie Bettio, Kirsten Gilbert, Donald Godfrey, Barry Komisaruk, Lisa Medoff, Julie Metzger, Annabelle Scheinberg, Todd Weller, Nan Wise and Bill Yarber. So what is this about? What is this? A sexplanation is just your typical queer Asian-American comedic sex education documentary about the universal search for love, connection, and family acceptance. To right the wrong of his all-American sex education, 36-year-old health reporter, Alex Liu goes on a quest to uncover naked truths and hard facts, no matter how awkward it gets from neuroscience labs to church pews. A sexplanation features provocative conversations with psychologists, sex researchers, and even a Jesuit priest with humor and grit. Alex takes audiences on a playful, heartfelt, journey from a shame-filled past to a happier, healthier, sexier future. Like many Americans in the 90s, the adults in Alex's life taught him that abstinence made him good. These tactics worked to suppress his sexuality all the more because he was gay, but ultimately years of repression disconnected here from his body, his desires, and his family's now, in his 30s, Alex still hasn't outgrown these hang-ups. The fear-mongering from school, media, and religion continues to permeate throughout his life, in both big ways and smalls. Fed up, Alex decides it's time to turn years of fear and loathing into something positive and humorous. A explanation follows his pursuit of shame-free pleasure and call for comprehensive sex education. Along the way, he's surprised to discover it's never too late to have the talk, even with his parents. So, yeah, there you go. Now, it's interesting, I would say, because he wants to cover a lot of these things, and I think it starts off, right, with him saying that he kind of would repress everything to the extent that he nearly took his own life, which is kind of brushed away. Like, he mentions it one other time, but just as a quick comment like that. And I kind of feel, if you're going to say that, I've, you you kind of need to go into what the fuck was happening, right? Because otherwise, why say it? You know what I mean? Like when we meet his parents, right? And he talks to his parents, which I don't know. Again, there's a, there's a lot of thing with the talks with his parents in. Like they might have talked abstinence or or you know, in their mind they I mean they explained in their mind what was going on, right? But they don't care he's gay, you know? So it's like if your parents don't care you're gay, what is the issue here? You know? Now it's not to say there wasn't an issue. But what I mean is, when we're talking about these things, unless we're fully honest about every single thing, it makes people go, oh, I can do that or I can't do that, but without all the facts, you know what I mean? So was there a point when he first came out and they they weren't as accepting? You know what I mean? Like, what's the thing? What's stopping those conversations? Now, his parents do say, well, we didn't want to just kind of force this conversation on you, so we were kind of waiting for you to start it. Then we would have happily told you about sex, but you never asked. Which again is, I feel, it's something right. In the in this documentary, he shows like different people talking. You know, all these researchers and people, and everyone you know, does say a comprehensive sex education is the best way forward, which, yeah, I think it makes sense, right? Definitely makes sense. Why repress information, you know? Because if people don't know about sex, they're likely going to get pregnant, you know what I mean? A worst-case scenario, or a sexual disease, you know You know, it's it's a little... And a lot of these sexual diseases, yeah, you can cure and get rid of. Some of them, they're with you for life. You can control them, but they're with you. So, I think most people would rather understand what we need to do to prevent these things from going on, right? There is that. But, I think a thing that I need to be, to have that open conversation you need to be able to talk about anything, you know because one of the other people said um, oh you, you shouldn't just wait for your kids to ask you questions, like you have to start, you have to talk about it with them until they know they can talk about it with you, and I was like I mean there is that but also if you just have this open dialogue, right? You can talk about anything. Then they will just talk to you about it. You know, because if you could say to them and be like, yo, I got into a fight, man, or, you know, ah, like, man, I just don't feel like anything today, or, but whatever, whatever. And your parents are like, Go to, your, go to your own, no, you're doing this, like, if you could just have these frank conversations, then you could have a conversation about sex education, you can talk about that shit you know what I mean? Like, if you could just say, oh, I've got a crush on this girl, I've got a crush on this guy they'd be like, oh, okay, yeah I remember those days, blah 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 blah, you know what I mean? So then, when they be like man, um I don't know what's going on uh my dick moved. <laughs> I, I saw a picture of something, and my dick went boom. What's that about? you like, uh you've had your first reaction. You know what I mean? Like you you could have a conversation, but I think mean, it's not just about that, it, it's about this frank and honest communication in general, right? And if you haven't got that. It's gonna be hard to have these conversations because if you be like look, if 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 people don't trust each other or feel they can talk to each other on other stuff, they're definitely not gonna do it on this, you know what I mean? So I feel there's that. Um it's it, it it's kind of like a lot of topics kind of got brought up, and not all of them fully were explored right there's this thing about this study with MRI machines and so these scientists were mapping people to look at what parts of the brain kind of instigate sex or you know I mean think about sex right just all of this stuff which don't know right because everyone is different you know what I mean so I mean the, and, and we know there's different things that stimulate different people so it's just like is that something that is going to be the same on everyone you know what I mean but it was kind of just brushed over they showed him in the MRI machine they had a quick kind of chat but didn't really go into it you know it's like when he talked to the priest again, it was all very quick. And it's a bit kind of crazy because the priest is just like, oh, yeah, like everyone's, a, every conversation is a sexual conversation because we're people, blah, blah. And you're just like, hey, nah, shut up, man. <laughs> like, I say, shut up because, hey, not all priests are bad. Right? We know that. Like, not all police are bad. But with the church, there are clear indicators on things. Like, I remember during lockdown, the Pope had a lot to say on certain things. And and there was something about gay marriage. And I remember him going like, oh no, people should have the right to um, you know what I mean? be with whoever they want to be. But I'm not doing gay marriage. (laughs) You know what I mean? That's essentially what he said. And it was just like, I mean, what are we saying here? Right? You're you're trying to be like, oh yeah, I'm open. Not that open. You know what I mean? And and it's just like, this priest could say whatever. But if your church is saying you can't do these things, then that priest ain't going to do those things. You know what I mean? It's just like the church has this track record on a lot. And it's, again, not all priests are the same. But if the institution as a whole is saying this one thing, right? It's like how they hide pedos. You know what I mean? It's just like you can meet anyone who will say one thing. But if the overall thing is this... What that priest says doesn't matter, you know? And the other thing is, we're seeing a lot of short conversations that have clearly been edited. You know, what I mean? so it's just like, okay, what else was said? Because you've given us this nice little part, but the way we come into this conversation, everyone's like, so this wasn't the start of the conversation, clearly. So what else was said, right? That's the that's the thing about all of this. When it's edited, you can show anything, right? You can show a fragment of, it could be a off-key conversation of one little moment is decent, right? And that's what we see. And so you think, oh, that was great. But it, no, it wasn't. Essentially, it wasn't. But yeah, so you, you, you get, I think a lot of these different messages out there and everything like that, and it's just like huh. There was a woman, I think it was Kirsten um Gilbert, I think that was uh yeah, Kirsten Gilbert. She said some hokey bullshit. <laughs> now, not everything she said was hokey, right? But there was a bit and he was just like um, oh fuck what did he say to her he he asked uh, like what is sex he asked this um, institute in Vancouver it was like this sexual institute in Vancouver it's like what's sex and everyone's like oh that's a difficult thing and it's just a load of people going mm." and you're just like what the fuck are you doing Right, what the fucking like? This essentially sex is two people or more, right? You know, getting down, right? It can be oral, it can be like touch. There can be penetration, yeah. You know I mean? But all of that is sex. You know what I'm saying now. When, when, Like, they didn't they, they try to, this Kirsten, she tried to get mad at yeah, I'm fumbling on that word, but she tried to get crazy with it, you know what I mean, um, and she's just like, oh, it's when you're with someone, and you do stuff, and you're, there's a thing in your mind that goes, oh, you did that to me, yeah, you did. And you look in their eyes and you feel this, and it's like, no, 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 that's that's not sex, right? That's something more, you know, what I mean? because it's just like, listen, you don't have to like someone or love someone to have sex with that person, right? And we know this. What are we fucking doing? We know this is a fact. You know what I mean? Like, people cheat. People do many things. You know what I mean? Just sleep with someone. And it's just like, uh, I don't know why I did that. I was just horny. Right? Like people just sleep. You can't fuck someone without all the other stuff. So, going, oh yeah, sex is when you make this connection with someone. And, oh, the earth moves. And you feel, like, that's not sex. Right, you could say that's love. You could say that's lust. You could say that's all these other things. But essentially, sex is just two or more people. There's threesomes, There's, you know, I forget what you call foursomes. There's a word for it, right? You could that. There's multiple deniliations of peoples, right? That you could say that's sex and a gangbang could is sex. Is it loving? No. You know what I mean? And that's the thing. It, it's just like, there's a separation between the two. But sex is this act. is these things that you do. As I said, you know what I mean? It can be penetration in any way, right? I'm going to say any way. I'm saying like doggy, missionary, just any of them positions. You know what I mean? Like, could be standing up, on your side, just all of these things, right? That's sex. It can you can penetrate just with you know fingers, right? Finger stimulation, oral stimulation, right? You that sex. You like phone sex, right? You could or video sex. You were talking to someone, you know, and you're both touching each other. that, that yeah, you can say that's all sex. Love doesn't come into that. Now, you can bring it in, right? You can bring caring, emotion, all of these things you can bring in, which elevates it to something else. But, yeah, don't be teaching that shit, Right? Because that's where it gets problematic. <laughs> you know what I mean? Being like, oh, if someone ha-, you know, what I mean? Because that's the thing we would be like, oh well, you know, I love you. That's why I'm gonna fuck you. And then you know, then they disappear. And then someone's just like, wait, I uh, thought uh, uh, we loved each other, we just had sex. We like errr. You know what I mean? Look, no, we cannot do that. That's some crazy shit. You know? Whew. So yeah, there's all of these things that this it takes a look at, right? And Alex tries to cover. He has, a, you know, he does talk to a lot of people, which is good with these things. You know, because I think sometimes you you talk to a just a small group, right? And then it's everything is based on that, and that's problem now. He doesn't like there's a bit where he talks to his friends and he's like, Oh, well, these aren't my smartest friends. Which I'm like, Yeah, just these, these are the smartest people you know. You probably know other people just as smart. Just for someone smart doesn't mean they know anything about sex, right? So it, it's a, like it is funny because all of that is very orchestrated. You know, what I mean, you're choosing what people you want in this kind of circle do have this conversation it's not like oh just whoever showed up shows up and we're talking no obviously not and then it's the on the street yeah, I mean, there's a bit on the street where it's just like oh what's this on the human body can you tell me what this is and a lot of people couldn't but we see these things Right, it's just like tell us what country this is, and people be like, "Oh, that's or you know," what I mean? and you get all these wrong answers. But it's just like, how many right answers were edited off? You know, what I mean? that's the only thing with things like that. You wonder how many people did did point everything out correctly, but you're just like, ah, that doesn't work for the narrative, so we're getting rid of that. But. Look, a lot of good things were thrown up. Like, there was this group where parents go, right? Parents go with their kids for this sex education. And there's a talk and they both, you know what I mean? And I, that's, you know what I mean, that's, that's a nice way of doing it, right? It opens the door for more conversation. And I think if your parent is taking you to that, then they're open to talking with you about all of these different things. Right? So, I think it's that's definitely a good thing. So, yeah, look, it touches on a lot of good points. It really does. You know? It doesn't necessarily answer all the questions and you wonder about because Alex is like, oh, I made this because of blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, ah, well, does it answer those questions? Because because you don't tell us Right, you don't tell us why you tried to kill yourself. So, does it work on that level? I don't know. I don't know. Do you know I mean, is he in a loving situation? Who knows? Right. So, it's just like it's hard to know if this kind of does what he wanted it to do, you know, which he sets out at the beginning. Right. But yeah, it, it covers a lot of things, it, it talks to a myriad of different people. And I'm sure it will be a catalyst for conversation with a lot of people, which is always a good thing, right? Always a good thing, people. So, uh, yeah, there you go. Um, Listen, it is out on Monday. uh, And yeah, just from, you know, all all your uh, places where you download shit, so iTunes, Google, YouTube, Amazon, yeah, you will be able to find a explanation, people. So yeah, if maybe you're a parent, right? And you're thinking, how can we have these conversations with these kids? This might be a a thing, right? This might be a way to do that. And if you're like Alex, a confused 36-year-old. It might be something to help you there. But, yeah, it is out on Monday, so you can go check it out for yourselves. And I have been promising for weeks, but finally, people, I did it. I went and took a look at the 28 film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That's right, people. It's Doctor Strange 2, a.k.a. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. And, yeah, this is what I thought of this new blockbuster. Okay, people. So, I finally got round to seeing Doctor Strange Um Yo, what the fuck? Oh my god, my mind has just gone completely bank. Uh don't <laughs> Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness. Boy. <sighs> yeah, I think I need to reboot <laughs> my my middle my, my hard drive is crashing serious. But yeah, people, I went to see it and So here's the thing, right? Uh, When it premiered, I bumped into a a, a friend who went to see it, was taking photos and, you know, for it, all of that. And he was just like, oh, man, I don't know. Don't know. And, you know, a few other friends have seen it and are just like, ah, you know what I mean? So I wasn't quite sure, right? I wasn't quite sure. And obviously, right? none of those people can be trusted. <laughs> oh, have suspect, you know what I mean, taste. So I was like, yo, I, I, I need to check this shit out, alright? So, uh, you know what I mean, like, look, there was, stuff happened, right? Scott Dickinson was meant to be directing it, and that would have been fire, right? But, you know I mean? he, he stepped away because creative differences, and it's always, a, like, because sometimes, right, you actually find out what those creative differences are, and when you hear some of the things, people are like, oh, yeah, and I wanted to do that, and they said no, and you'd be like, yeah, because that was just straight fucking stupid, right, <laughs> that was just straight stupid, you know what I mean, so, you know what I mean, like, it's always made that oh, studio studios an yeah they, they were wrong sometimes it's not so you never know right it's always hard to kind of judge but they brought in Sam Raimi, right and Raimi handled the first two spider-mans hes in all these other films yeah you know I mean so you know Hom- homie knows the material right he's been in the toy box so let's see what let's see what my man does right so there is all of that but with that with that comes that kind of what does this mean though right what does this mean is it going to be disjointed like how's it going to feel that's the question right that's the question so sam Ramy right directs even um michael waldron he, he writes, I believe Dickinson also gets a credit for, um, you know, the elements of the script that they, they kept, right? So there is all of that. It is produced by Kevin Feige, um, uh, Michael Bell, and Richie Palmer. Executive produced by Victoria Alonso. Eric Hosman Carroll Jamie Christopher Louise Des- D'Espetio um Derrickson does get a production executive production credit um, as well music is Danny Elfman cinematography is John Matheson it's edited by Rob Moraski and Tyre Nolan. Uh casting was Sarah Finn. Um right, production design is MD Johnny Husan, Clint Wallace, and Charles Wood. Right, and our cast. who Well, <laughs> people, we've got obviously old. Benedict Cumberbunch is Dr. Stephen Strange. we got Elizabeth Olsen in there as Wanda Maximoff. Uh, Chitwell Etufo is Baron Mordu. Benedict One is Wong. Now, what was... Um, oh, I mean, Rachel McAdams is back as Dr. Christine Palmer. Right? Um... We do, uh, you know, the, 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 uh, no, I won't tell you that one, no, 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 I feel that one's probably best left, okay, Um, we do have, which was interesting, because I did not know until just literally a few weeks ago, right, where I think I saw an image or just a clip. Appeared on Instagram or something like that, but we got America Chavez, right? Played by I oh, don't know, yeah, I have no clue because an X is on always X, right? So it's X O C H I T L. So, um Shortle Gomez I don't know man but she killed it Right she played America Chavez Uh which When you know the whole, the whole multiverse it makes Sense to have that character Right but yeah Up until that point I didn't know Shorty was in it but yeah So that was, was fine Um we got Haley Atwell she's up in it Anson Mount Um Lashana Lynch, I mean, you know she's who she be, right? Um, John Krasinski, oh, uh, I thought homie looked familiar, but yeah, I don't know, right? Patrick Stewart, Charlize Peron. um Shelia Atim, um, She's up in uh, Adam Hugill um, Who else Would be worth Momo Young uh, Daniel Swain Topo Reswiro, Eden um, Natherson Vinnie Molly Uh, Charlie Norton, Um, Aaliyah Chamaco plays a young America Chavez. Uh, But yeah, we we got some, you know what I mean? It's fly people. There's some other people in there, right? I just named the people, actors, because, you know, if you haven't seen it, the, you know are I mean? like, I want to spoil that surprise for you people, but yeah, it was uh there was some nice little moments up in there for real. There was some nice little moments up in this, all right. So the gist of the film is this: Doctor Strange teams up with a mysterious teenage girl from his dreams who can travel across the multiverse to battle multiple threats, including other universe versions of himself, which threatened to wipe out means across the multiverse. So a lot of multiverse use <laughs> up in that sentence, right? They seek help from Wonder the Scarlet Witch, Wong, and others. So yeah, that's it. Now there was talk, right? That this film would have some holler, 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 horror elements in it, and yeah, it de- it is definitely on the creepy side, right, definitely, I had to tell my girl, i be mean, like, yo, ah, I know you don't like creepy shit, you might not want to watch it, right, because no, for real, there's some dark stuff, and also some stuff that you kind of go, yeah, that feels like Rami, right, that feels like motherfucking Rami, which was fine, I liked it right especially um ooh now um i feel that it was um yeah i think it was the oh uh, what is it the 838 eight strange i think it was that one Right? Because I don't know because it was... No, it wasn't that one. It was another dimension we don't know the name of. But that's strange. After the... You know what I mean? The, the, whew, yo. Super creepy. But great effects, man. Great effects. That was that was fire. That really was. You know what I mean? Um, So we have that. The Ghouls. All of it super creepy. Now, I really enjoyed the fact that we kind of continued from Wonder Vision and continued in a way that makes sense, right? Because I think a lot of times with all of that, you then go on to the next part, right? Without the okay, before they can get to this point there would need to be this other stuff. There's going to be relapses, right? It's not, boom, now you're fixed. So we, we learn, you know what I mean? It goes into this stuff and you'll be like, yo, that makes sense. Okay, yeah, I'm down with that. And, and, and so I thought that was a nice touch. But also it was like, oh, I didn't know that person was the protagonist, right? I... A reason I thought Nightmare was coming back, you know. What I mean, who you know, what I mean, from like no way home, but we get someone different, and you're like, Yeah, makes a lot of sense. I like that fact, you know. So that was good, also. You know what I mean, because this character is talked about as being mad powerful and everything, and they really showed it in this one, right? So we have all of that now the other crazy thing, so we start off with this kind of action and chase sequence, which you, first of all, you assume, oh, this is from later in the film, right? You know how that happens a lot of times. We see this this crazy moment, and it's something that we then go back to later on in the film, and we just got a glimpse at the start, which often gives way too much away, you know what I mean? But We have that, and you're like, oh, okay, but it's not, right? It's not that at all. And, like, as the film goes on, you learn about these moldable versions and there's all of this kind of jam, and you're like, oh, okay. I do feel, right, the, the whole dream thing, that was, I like that. I, I've never heard that explanation on what a dream is. And, yeah, boom, that works for me. That works for me. I, yeah, I liked this Doctor Strange. Now, there were certain bits, right? Like they throw in, oh, gosh, um, the place where all the, the magic people be training, right? Right? I think we touched on that place in the first one, but not that much. But it I it's been a while since I I mean the first Doctor Strange came out in 2016. Which I'm like, was it 2016? That seems so long ago. <laughs> you know what I mean? Shit. But yeah, I, we may have touched on it more than I, you know what I mean? Because as, as mentioned, this is broken, people. But yeah, it did feel like, wait, where did this come from? <laughs> I don't remember this. And and then we have all these magic users and just all of that kind of jam there. I'm right? like, I don't remember all of this. What's going on? Uh, but I you know, what I mean, it, it still worked for me, right? The, the, the way they threw these different kind of elements in there and just went full, really explored the magic side of the universe, you know. So that was good. And it looks at, I think, it, 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 to say the flaws of people is a bit too simpl, 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 simplistic. That's not a word. Simplistic. Boom. There we go. Um, no, because it's like, it's, it's all about decision-making, essentially, you know what I mean, and learning from past mistakes, or and also realizing that yo, know, other people have good plans too, right? So just all of this is kind of built into the story, which makes sense. You know what I mean? So it 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 works. It works. There's these trusts and this trust and love. Just all these different elements are thrown in there without. Being too, let's put a love story in here. Let's have this one. You know what I mean? They don't bog it down too much with all of that kind of shit. But the story, flow, I feel the story flows, right? It's not all linear, right? It's not all, okay, so we're going from here to here to here. It's not all of that. But I don't mind that, right? I, I kind of feel you follow it, right? I feel you follow it fine. You know what I mean? Though, I think, yeah, it's not something you just watch when you're kind of distracted. I think mean, you do have to follow the story. You know, like, we, we see the Illuminati. Um, Kind of feel that the members of the Illuminati don't necessarily make sense. Right, the Illuminati we see in the comic books makes sense. Sense when you look at you know the people involved and their roles and their power sets and all of that. This one seems a bit more mishmashy mosh, right? Some of the people you'd be like, how would they be there? You know, but we do see a character who is gonna be getting their own film, and you're like, Yeah, looked good. Yeah, look good, wouldn't be mad. Would we'll be mad if that's the one we see in the film. You know what I mean? Uh, so that was fly. I, yeah, I feel you could have. It would have been a nice the moment to throw in our uh, subterranean friend. But alas, you know what I mean? But yeah, no. You know, it's still a nice little touch. Get a nod to a, a, a classic cartoon, which was kind of fun. Definitely fun with that, you know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, look, I I I I, yeah, I enjoyed the shit out of it. Enjoyed the shit out of it. Like it it made mad sense to me. And the end (sighs) people, the end was like there's there was these two endings, right? So you get one. Which are just like, oh shit, what does that mean? Right? What does that mean? Uh that's kind of crazy. Then you get this other one, and I don't know who the person was. <laughs> right, we see someone, and I'm like, huh. Well, I mean, it must be clear, right? It must be. But, yeah, I, I wasn't quite sure. Um, but, yeah, no, it, just what it kind of indicates that what could be coming was just like, you, oh, people can't wait. I cannot wait. So, yeah, whether this story gets continued in Doctor Strange 3, um, um, another film or even one of the TV series, who knows, but I am down for it, right, Doctor Strange was the 20, I think it was like the 28th film, Uh, was it the 20, yeah the 28th film, right, and there's still fire so man, and this was so different to a lot of the other ones that we've seen, so yeah, people, if you haven't Definitely recommend it, man. Definitely recommend it. Um, It would be interesting to find out what Dickinson had planned, right? How different these stories were. But, you know, I mean, yeah, I'm for this, man. I was for it. I don't know what my dumbass friends were talking about. I, they're on probation. <laughs> Motherfuckers on probation right now. You know what I mean? They're gonna redeem themselves with some more kind of recommendations. So we'll we'll see where that goes. We'll see where that goes, people. But yeah, go enjoy some multiverse of madness. Mm. Okay, people. So we've come to an end of another episode. But before we bounce, let's take a quick look at a few things happening in the world of films. Um, yeah. So, um, people, if you are a fan of Casey McQuiston's um best-selling book, supposedly, right? Um, red, White, and Royal Blue, you might be happy to hear it's been picked up, right? Amazon uh, Studios are going to be making it. And Taylor Zakar and Nicholas Galtazin will be uh, taking on the two lead roles, right? So... Uh amazingly the story says it follows a Mexican-American, Alex Claremont Diaz, who, upon his mother's election as U.S. president, is promptly cast as the American equivalent of a young royal. There's one problem. Alex has a long-running feud with his royal counterpart across the pond. I mean, that is it it, is just kind of ridiculous right it's like why would they be running in the same circles essentially you know what i mean it's it's, oh boy (laughs) um yeah the counterpart across the pond is prince henry (laughs) when the tabloids get hold of a photo involving an altercation between the two US and British relations take a turn for the worse, which never gonna happen, right? Never gonna happen because two kids don't get along. It's like, what the fuck are we doing? You know what I mean? Heads of family, state, and more devise a plan for damage control, staging a truce between the two rivals. The fake Instagrammable friendship grows into something more meaningful than either Alex or Henry could have imagined. Soon, Alex finds himself hurtling into a secret romance with a surprisingly unstuffy Henry that could complicate his mother's re-election campaign and upend two nations, and begs the question, can love save the world after all? Oh, fuck! (laughs) I mean, it sounds fucking horrible. It sounds fucking horrible. And not because there's a gay romance. It's just the contrived nature of it all. You know what I mean? Like, oh, because they fall in love, everything's gonna go crazy. Like, shut up! Shut the fuck up. But, <laughs> if you're a fan of the book, yeah, that might be your bag. So, enjoy. Enjoy. Also, the film's going to be starring Clifton Collins Jr., Stephen Fry, Sarah Shaki, Rachel Ilson, Ellie Bamba, Anish Sheef, Polo Morin, Ahmed Elja, and Aksha Kanana, so uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, Matthew Lopez, um, is going to uh direct and um, he's working on the script as well. So, yeah, and Uma Furman's gonna be in the film, so uh, enjoy. <laughs> but the thing is, Uma Furman is meant to be the mum, it's saying but it Uma Furman ain't Mexican as far as I know maybe she is I don't know I don't think she is but yeah I don't know man it's all goofy it's all goofy as fuck anyway people um so we know we're getting a new scream film right and uh, we just found out Dermot Mal, Mal- is joining the cast, right? So supposedly it continues on from uh, where the fifth film ended, which I mean, obviously, <laughs> I mean, it's not gonna continue from the full film, is it? <laughs> Uh, but I think supposedly everyone's moving away from Woodsboro, so I don't know, it could be fun, right? Oh, dear, I was gonna sneeze, man. Allergies would be the bitch, yo. Nope, I'm good, I'm good. Okay, um, now we are getting a uh a remake of arachnophobia <laughs> you know, what I mean frank marshall's 1990s uh, spider thriller right um this one is going to be directed by christopher landon um he's going to write it as well right uh no word on the script but james wan and michael clear <laughs> will be producing, and um, Marshall is going to be executive producing. Okay, so uh, we have some casting news, right? Um, James Gunn, we know he's getting I think, I can't remember, I think it started filming, right? Um, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, and uh, he has cast um Daniela Meluquia right she worked with him in the Suicide Squad and she's got a role in this new Guardians flick it's all mum on who she'll be playing but they do say she is not going to be Moon Dragon okay now also people um, we have some new cast members of the upcoming Madame Web film, right? So Isabella Merced, uh, she's uh, joined, no word on her character, but also uh, Tahar Rahman has also joined the film. So, yeah, that's really um, coming together. And let's go with this. So we know Bradley Cooper is uh, making a film about Leonard Bernstein. You know what I mean? The famous composer. Uh, It's called The Maestro. It's going to be a Netflix joint. Cooper is going to be playing Bernstein as well right uh but sarah silverman has just joined she will be playing his sister um shirley-ann bernstein right so uh yeah i don't know man it'll be interesting to see um what happens with this it's also starring carrie mulligan right um matt bomber um and maya hawk so yeah I'm intrigued people I'm intrigued but that's it for this week right now I will say um it's, it's explanation it's out tomorrow um uh, Doctor Strange don't listen to people that tell you it's uh, not very good because I enjoyed the fuck out of it um and we've got The Ledge and Interceptor as well both on Netflix so people I hope you enjoy share with your peoples you know what I mean Do all that fun stuff, and we will see you next week. Hopefully, allergy free. All right, till then, people, peace.